7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabiso Musia. Thank you, Greg, and uh, good evening, and uh, thank you for staying with us on SAFM and for joining us on SAFM Spot on uh, Tabiso Musia is me, and Katla Khomutiba is producing the show, and uh, Z- uh, Zalma is with us as our technical producer this evening. What a weekend it was, and mostly because of Bafana Bafana's stunning win over Egypt on Saturday night to qualify for the quarterfinals of the Africa Cup of Nations, and it left millions of Egyptians heartbroken. It's led to the resignation of their president, the FA president, after he fired the co- and we did say last week that the Egyptians might be the form team of this tournament and Bafana the worst qualifiers, but football is not won on paper. And what about Tembinkosi Lodge, who has been nicknamed Zidane after our interview last week with Njabulo Ngidi, of course. But I would prefer to call him Tembinkosi Lodge Wabantu because the people called for him and he delivered on the day. So we are going to go back to Egypt to get reaction uh, from Velile Mnyandu and also from an Egyptian sports journalist Amir Famri because as I've mentioned there have been repercussions back in Egypt and he will tell us about that and why they are not really surprised by the defeat as hot as they were in the group stages but the Egyptians saying that they were not surprised at all and I also want to ask you out there listening to us what pleased you the most about Bafana Bafana's performance on Saturday night what positives are you taking and are you confident that Bafana can beat Nigeria on Wednesday to get to the semi-finals so the number to call is 891 104 and our WhatsApp number is 061-4104-107. We take voice notes on WhatsApp on 061-4104-107. But before we speak to Bafana about Bafana Bafana, we are also going to have a conversation with the Sports Minister Natim Tetwa. It will be the first time that we chat to him since the Departments of Arts and Culture merged with the Sports Department. And we want to find out uh, how can we expect this to work and what have been the pressing matters uh, when it comes to sports specifically that the Minister has been dealing with. And he has hit the ground running. He was in Egypt and I'm told that he's on his way to the UK now. And we'll find out from him shortly from Minister Natim Tetua uh, how it's been in this uh, department that have been merged so far. And... Um, it's been a busy it's a busy year that is appointed in and uh, what can we expect and what are the pressing matters as i've mentioned and i would also like to take as many of your calls as possible if you have pressing matters when it comes to sport that you would like to highlight or address to the minister remember he's only been um in this position for less than two months so there's not much that he could have done but maybe we can give him pointers about maybe the areas that need attention and uh, please let's not focus on this on the sports of national interest tell the minister what's happening where you are what's happening in your province that you'd like to be highlighted or attended attended uh, to and I'm sure he will um, he will appreciate uh, that especially since he's new in this uh, department of sports specifically. So the number to call then 0891-104-207 and on WhatsApp we we'll take voice notes on 061-4104-107. Our new SMS line is 41391 and after the break it will be our honor to speak uh, to the Minister of Sports, Arts and Culture, Minister Natim Teto. <laughs> For the story behind the action, catch Tabiso Musia, weekdays at 7 p.m. And let's welcome Minister Natim Turta, who joins us on the line now. Minister, good evening, and thank you very much for finding the time to speak to us on SAFM. Evening, Tabiso, and the listeners, and pardon me on my voice. <coughs> uh, flu is uh, going away now. I can I can understand, and you probably have been cheering for Bafana Bafana too, uh, Minister. <laughs> so that's acceptable. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. But there's no rest for you. I mentioned in the beginning that you've been appointed in a very b- busy year and you, I understand you are leaving for the Netball World Cup this week. You've hit the ground running. What will you? What will your role be there? Are you going to be speaking to our team or are you going there to give them some support? Well, uh, it's an important uh, World Cup, as you know, Charlie, so that uh, we also are going to be receiving a, a patent uh, for the next World Cup, the next uh, Netball World Cup. So we'll start attending the the, uh, the Congress there. Yeah. Uh, and then from there, uh, our ladies would be playing uh, on the track. So we'll be with them uh, after two days of the of the Congress. Uh, and and with South Africa being awarded those rights to host the 2023 Netball World Cup, Minister, this must be a big boost for the game in the country, the sport of netball, but also I would think a vote of confidence on our abilities as a, as a host country. Absolutely, and also uh, confidence uh, to uh, our ladies in netball uh, because they are doing very well. Uh, in fact, uh, I must confess that I, I didn't know that uh, uh, netball is the second loved spot uh, in the country. Mm. Uh, and uh, our ladies here, the, the, national, the, the national netball the team, is uh, number one on the continent. Uh, it's counted number five internationally. So they are they are big. Uh, they they uh, need that support. And for us as a country, again, uh, it goes uh, to what you are saying. Uh, people have seen us, have watched us, have uh, uh, witnessed South Africa hosting most of the international uh, show pieces. Yeah. be they in football or in any other uh, area. Yes, thanks. And and our our team has been tasked with bringing back a medal. Does the minister sh- have the same ex- expectations as the Netball SA president, President Cecilia Mulokwan? Cecilia is very uh, positive, uh, you know. Uh, very and, ambitious. Uh, you can't help uh, but really join her because uh, it's not just wishful thinking. Mm. Uh, there's a record uh, the the ladies have, have done it in the past. They've shown the the test series here, uh, walloping uh, whales and, and and ready for for the twelve. So uh, we 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 looking for uh, going for gold. Yeah, and they beat the England Roses this year and took New Zealand to extra time. So the confidence must be at an all-time high. You were also in Egypt, Minister Natim Tetua, recently to support Bafana Bafana. Will you be going back now that they've reached the quarterfinals if they make it uh, to the semis and all the way? Well, uh, we, we wish uh, we, we, we are there, but these things happen at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's netball there, uh, but uh, on Wednesday, definitely. Uh, our deputy minister would be there, uh, whilst I would be with the, the netball team in, 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 in Liverpool. Uh, and we hope to come back uh, for uh, the semi-final and the final. Uh, we, we have to, because uh, we also have to uh, understand uh, other people, the, the, those uh, we are always uh, competing with in the, in the global space, uh, as it were. Uh, so I think that uh, uh, what Bafana Bafana did uh, uh, the, the, with, with Egypt, actually, uh, they showed us uh, there are two colors. I mean, if you take uh, Bafana Bafana uh, at their best and concentrating in what they do best, uh, you see what uh, the outcomes are, what you've seen. 
uh, as they met uh, the Egypt. And therefore, I don't think uh, initially uh, Coach Baxter, uh, just before they left for uh, for Egypt, made a statement that uh, Bafana Bafana uh, can match anybody and defeat any team uh, on the continent during this uh, AFCON. And uh, that I, 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 I confirmed uh, when I was with uh, Bafana Bafana that uh, I, I don't see any, any uh, team, any country, which uh, rightfully, with, with us concentrating, uh, fighting as we did with, the, with Egypt, uh, which will defeat us. Uh, and yeah. I think we are in a better space. We just have to cheer them up. And uh, they know, though, that they are supported and uh, they are going to uh, give their best. Mm. And you were also accused of being a bit harsh by some after that opening loss to the Ivory Coast, but I'm sure you're proud of how the boys have responded. But what stood out for many was the way you described that performance against the Ivory Coast. Many people felt that it showed that you know your football. What improvements have you seen in this team, Minister, since since that first match? First and foremost, uh, you, you, you saw the last match with Egypt. If you compare it with Cote d'Ivoire, uh, with Egypt, you saw a team, South Africa, yeah. going there to play, yeah. and they were free to express themselves in the field of play. Um, and, and as a result, uh, there, was, there was nothing like uh, waiting for somebody to come to attack you. That's what they did with Cote d'Ivoire. Um, there was no coordination, uh, coherence, uh, the midfield uh, communicating with uh, uh, the the strikers there and the backline, there was a, an incoherent way uh, of playing. And uh, what I was uh, expressing uh, there when I was uh, with them is that, no, look, this is not you. <laughs> this is not what we expected. We know you can do better. Uh, but what you did there, as far as I'm concerned, you didn't arrive uh, at the pitch there. So when you have arrived, we'll tell you. So just before, a night before the, the match with Egypt, uh, the emphasis I was making to uh, Captain was that uh, there is a, there would be 11 in the field from the South African side. They are playing a team with 12 players. All what they need to do is to ignore the 12th player and get into that field and say, we are going to do it. And we have the Rugby World Cup coming up later this year, the Athletics World Champs. Is it safe to say the minister will also be in Japan to support the box and in Qatar? Absolutely. Because <laughs> I think Absolutely. they would expect nothing Actually, less. <laughs> uh, we, things uh, came uh, together, you know, uh, it was cricket, it was uh, Amajida, it mm. was Banyana Banyana. So uh, we, we had to choose at the time, but there is no sporting code we do not want to support because we are getting our hands around what is happening. Uh, and uh, one of the things I've noticed, especially with us South Africans, we don't reflect. I think at some point we have to reflect. If in the space of 20 years, taking football and the national team, uh, we have changed uh, or we have had 16 coaches, it means Something is not going right. We, 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 have, we have to get to a point where we have this formula 
which will say that um, Tabiso is at the helm of, of the team. Uh, it, it didn't win yesterday. Uh, it's not winning uh, today, but definitely tomorrow it's going to win. The longitudinal uh, approach, which would be a guaranteed a formula, which will see us uh, uh, playing our football. I mean, we have we have our own disc mm. in South Africa. Uh, compare us with anybody else, if you like, uh, would be more closer to Latin America, if you like. Uh, and, and, and that kind of disc has made South Africa to be this unique uh, team and country. And we, we, we have to get back to those glory days. Uh, the fishes of this world are still around. Uh, the Methodist Benzes of this world are still around. The Dr. Kumalos. These are the people who played South African football as we know it. And we came tops. Yeah, and that's exactly what the Egyptians were saying after that game, that they were scared of South Africa if they played the way that they know Bafana Bafana know how to play. And that's where the, the, the danger they thought would come from if they play the South African way, according to them. We've got Jusia that's called us from Epai. Uh, Jusia, good evening. The minister is here with us. Uh, good evening, Kabisa, and good evening to the minister. Um, I'll go straight to the point. Um, I'm not going to talk about uh, the men's football and rugby and cricket is the most popular sports. I want to ask the minister about the boxing. Um, has he spoken to PSA? And um, what, what is he going to do for e boxing, especially for the people of Eastern Cape? Because we rely more on e boxing. Um, we, we, we don't rely more on football because the cheaper is being sponsored. sponsored and the Kings also have Mali, which is the sponsor. So we want to know what is he going to do about the boxing and also the blackout of the boxing on SAPC. How can he help us? Okay, so yeah. Yep. Uh, lastly, uh, on the Women's Football League, um, has he spoken to SAFA and what are the plans of, of, of the government to support the Women's Football League? That is going to, to, to take place. Okay, so yeah, thank, thank you for that. Minister, if you can just allow us to take a quick break and we'll let you uh, respond to those questions. Call Tabiso now, 0891-104-207. We're still talking to the Minister of Sport, Arts and Culture, Minister Natim Tetua. And let's just get to those questions, Minister. Uh, Sia beat me to the one about boxing, but maybe let's start with the Women's League because the FIFA Women's World Cup has really been impressive. A lot of people have enjoyed it. And uh, I think with Banyana qualifying, it's a boost for the game in the country. And uh, how confident are you that the prof- the Women's League rather will get underway in August? Have you, have you had any update from SAFA? Well, yes, um, the, the president of SAFA has uh, uh, expressed that, and uh, uh, with the department also uh, agreeing. Uh, the, the only thing which uh, one is still waiting for is the, the details thereof. Mm-hmm. Because I believe that uh, when we do something like the league, we should uh, start it and not look back. Uh, should be sustainable. We should come up with strategies, how it's going to be supported, because you know that uh, women's football has not been that supported uh, so far. Um, and, and if you look at what Banyana Banyana uh, has been doing over the past uh, period, including uh, their very appearance uh, on, the, on the global stage, 
you can see that uh, we 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 have a treasure here mm. uh, which we need uh, to protect. So we will support endeavors. We we want something very scientific. We do not want to excite people now, and it feels. Uh, but there is a determination from SAFA that uh, let's have the women's football league, which I support fully without reservation. In fact, the department has even indicated. Uh, what it can contribute uh, initially and so on. So it's those nitty-gritties which uh, we will uh, look into and finalize. Mm-hmm. And also spoke about boxing. Yes. Also spoke about boxing. And, uh, and, and I can agree more with him when it comes to uh, Eastern Cape and boxing, Tanzania and uh, around the province and so on. But also boxing, um, has been one of the sports which has been enjoyed in South Africa over a period of time. Uh, there's been endeavors to resuscitate it. Uh, we'll continue doing that. Uh, for for instance, this uh, financial uh, year, um, there's been looking at it from the South African Institute for Drug Free Sport and Boxing South Africa. Uh, there's quite some. Uh, 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 sum of money, uh, about 13 million for boxing, which uh, is going to be continuing boosting boxing. Uh, and we need uh, to do more on that because we believe that uh, with boxing back on stream, we are going to have a lot of uh, our youngsters uh, understanding the sport even better, even those who grow up not knowing boxing and not uh, experiencing it, be it, you know, played uh, in our soil here in South Africa, on the continent, and even abroad. Uh, so it's quite an important. Let me say, uh, Chavis, yes, Minister, that having interacted at this stage with uh, what is happening within SASCOC, which is the overall body for all the federations, I... Uh, move from the point that there is no sporting code which doesn't need our ear. Mm. We need to find a way uh, of ensuring that we, we, we give support. Obviously, we will prioritize uh, in our approach, uh, especially the kind of sport which involves uh, the majority of the people uh, participating uh, and ensuring that the, 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 the objective of this department is coming together. One thing about the sports arts and culture is that we are talking to one segment of uh, the task in society of, of nation building and social cohesion. Mm. So therefore, we want to make it a, a, a very potent tool uh, to ensure our society is socially coherent. People on a continuous basis, share the good mood because we we are going to be a winning nation. We are going to build our teams. We are going to build our sporting codes, uh, build from where they are, uh, and ensure that uh, we, we, we really move forward and take our country forward. Okay. We've also got a voice note that's come through for the minister. Good day, SAFM team. Um... What I would like the minister uh, to, to, to do for us here up in Amakwe, um, as Lalin in the rural areas, is to, is to 
him work with uh, Tennis SA um, for, 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 because I've spoken to, 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 to Tennis SA already, but he can, he can add the oomph and the, and the, and the, and the, and the zest on, 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 on our conversation to actually um, start a, 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 to actually build or bring closer a, a, a growth point here in, in, in rural areas for the persons with disabilities. Okay, great call there. And uh, it actually comes on the back of wheelchair tennis being incorporated by Tennis SA now. So uh, that's another call, Minister from Engamakwe. If you can just make sure they get some tennis and you can uh, speak to Tennis SA also, maybe. Yes, and uh, she spoke about uh, people with disabilities. Yes. You know, on, on Thursday, I was closing the school sport uh, uh, program. Uh, and what took me. Uh, uh, in that uh, exercise is how this program has integrated people with disability mm-hmm. uh, and they are part and parcel it's not like they have uh, um, their own thing on the side they are part and parcel of a movement of school sport uh, system as it were so even in areas like Namaku, uh, they i like her approach because People think that uh, they sometimes compartmentalize the kind of uh, sporting codes which should be, you know, uh, played or uh, exist uh, in, in rural areas and in townships and so on. The more diverse we are as a society, especially mm. in those disadvantaged communities, the better chances we have in our future. Mm. And and we'll also put you in touch there, uh, the, the voice note that came through the caller there with Tennis SA. We'll also follow up on that because we have good relations with Tennis SA and they've really been uh, on they've really been on top of their game. So we'll follow that up on her behalf. Uh, we've got Eddie from Odendals Ras. Eddie, good evening. Yes, how are you, my brother? Fine, thanks to you, sir. Greetings to the minister as well. Um, you know, I just want to, if you remember, Mimas Chaba, we spoke about the SABC not broadcasting the AFCON, and I would like the Minister of Sports and the Minister of Communication really to, to look at that. It, it's so embarrassing for those who don't use TVs, our grannies who want to watch Bafana Bafana and all the, the broader community of, of South Africa. It was so disappointing. And the last point, my brother, you remember there was a boy in... Same rural in the Eastern Cape, Alwal North, Pindan, who's been selected for Dubai. And uh, the, his father sent some voice, voice notes to you. Um, can I also lobby the minister really to look at that? The boy is playing rugby, he's going to Dubai in September. Even the Eastern Cape MECs around here, they can't assist the boy. I'm just throwing it to the minister as well. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you for that, uh, Eddie. Uh, but to be fair, I did see a lot of Bafana Bafana games on SABC. But Minister, have you been breezed about this impasse between the SABC and uh, SAFA? Well, uh, we, I would say informally, yes. But uh, we want to get more facts because um, when I got a, a, a briefing from uh, SAFA, all, all what they say is that... Uh, SABC says uh, they don't have uh, uh, revenue mm. uh, to ensure that uh, all our games are shown so they pick and choose and so on. But we agreed that uh, after AFCON, we are going to sit down with, with uh, SAFA 
uh, and even before uh, the the games themselves uh, or the final uh, in Egypt, uh, we will be sitting with others uh, like Saskok uh, to get to the bottom of some of these things because uh, some of them uh, need a multidisciplinary approach and the uh, uh, AD spoke about my sister department, yes. uh, which is communication, uh, and already uh, there, there are interactions uh, between the two uh, departments uh, and, and ministries, as it were, uh, which we are going to be working on and emphasizing uh, how do we move forward, what, what can be done. But so far, what has been dangled and, and raised sharply is the uh, lack of revenue to ensure that uh, all, all our all our games are shown and so on. But you remember also there's a whole issue about the CASA and mm. uh, what is happening in that in that in that area, uh, which is going to be reported when everything is is, is finalised, and then we'll take uh, necessary uh, steps from there. Okay, let's go to the voice note also. We're going to wrap up with the minister shortly. Uh, good evening, Tawiso. My name is Luandile from Etebe, and I just wanted to ask the minister. Um, if you look across the country, there's a, a budget that is used to build uh, sports facilities. And I just wanted to know, how is the department planning to utilize these facilities? Now, we, we do build the infrastructure, but what are the plans to actually make use of them from the sports department thanks okay thanks for that facilities is always a big uh, talking point and even on twitter there and uh, has asked the minister to help with facilities of boxing in Mtanzani, a multi-purpose center and on that note before i let the minister answer we actually had the previous minister togozile klasa on our show the same issues were raised and they did make a commitment to us uh, that uh, what they usually did was that they would have a budget for facilities but then they would use it for other things and what they were going to do now with her in charge was that they were going to ring fence any budget that they had for facilities so that to make sure that it's not used for for, for something else. Uh, but Minister Mteto, I'll let you respond to that question, especially about uh, facilities, because they still the major problem around the country and with all sporting codes. I think you have, you have uh, touched the, the fundamental point. Um, at the national level, mainly, uh, we do transfer. Mm. Uh, because where things happen is at the local level. Um, I, I, I heard I got that report. Uh, in fact, I was told one specific province was mentioned as uh, notorious to me that uh, when these transfers are done to them, they don't end up where they're supposed to, which is the spot. Uh, people start paying other things and so on, which have nothing to do with what they've been given. And that uh, itself, the, the ring fencing, and monitoring is going to be key for us because without that, uh, it would be difficult. Because on the key challenges, uh, we, we put the issue of, of, of the facilities, the issue of access uh, to sport generally, the issue of capacity. Uh, if you look at what we have in terms of uh, uh, the, the ratio of uh, the coaches to player in South Africa, we still have a long way to go. So a variety of, of areas would be assisted if funding is uh, controlled properly, uh, if there's good governance, 
uh, within the, the sporting fraternity. I'm, I'm certain that there is no space. We are not, I must say here, we're not going to be able uh, to get to the whole country simultaneously. Mm. But there should be a way where you are able to assess and say, no, we can see there is movement insofar as facilities are concerned. Because without facilities, um, you'll end up with demoralized players uh, mm. who can't, you know, uh, exercise what they have as their talent. Yeah, and with facilities, we'll be able to create equal opportunities for all. Uh, I'll take the last two comments, Minister. I'll take a caller first. It looks like Zanelem Dotana, oh, former Proteus Netball captain, is on the line. Uh, coach, good evening. Good evening. Good evening, Taviso. Minister, welcome and good evening to you, sir. Thank, uh, you. thank you so much for taking my call. I firstly want to say congratulations, Minister, on your appointment you. as the Minister of Arts and Culture and Sport. You're speaking to Zanil and Dogana, and as you know, the girls are going to be, the sport proteas are in Liverpool preparing for the World Cup that starts on the 12th of July. Uh, Minister, we also won the bird 2023. South Africa is hosting the, the Nepal World Cup here right here in Cape Town. I'm in Cape Town as I speak. Minister, we've had a situation where our team has performed so well and we've been um, uh, a code, an amateur code for so long. And if I believe that the last time South Africa won a medal at a World Cup was 1995. Mm. And this team that is in Liverpool currently, I believe, will definitely bring a medal for us. And they will definitely rewrite the history books. But my thing, Minister, is if we're going to host 2023 here in South Africa, the Nepal World Cup, we cannot do that if our sport is not a professional sporting code. We want to be just like rugby. We want to be just like cricket. We want to be just like soccer. We want our players to be paid to do what they do best. And I want to ask, Minister, is that possible? Will that be done? Will systems be put in place to ensure that we can host a successful World Cup and make sure that the sport approaches actually lift that trophy come 2023? Okay, thank you, Zanella, for that. And let's just take this voice note and then we'll let the minister answer back to back. Good evening, SAFM. My name is uh, Harvey Lucas. I'm calling here from Northern Cape, Uppington. Um, I would just like to know uh, from the minister, good evening. What is the minister's uh, approach on especially... Um, soccer, the development of soccer in the Model C schools, uh, previously Model C schools, because um, we have a, a serious battle to have soccer being accepted as a sports code, and we've been trying to have this done, and we struggled to have this since 2016. So what can the minister do to assist with that? Okay, and I've heard a lot of those comments. I was in PE recently, and the people were saying that most of the schools are not playing soccer. They focus on rugby and cricket. Minister, I'll let you just answer to these two last two questions. Zanella, former captain of the Proteas, spoke about a professional league. Is there hope for that? And also about uh, football not being played at certain schools around the country. Hey, Tavis, you know, I, I find it uh, strange that uh, in, in, in the country here, uh, netball is not getting the, the kind of traction it uh. should get, considering uh, what Zanelli has said, but generally uh, how uh, our ladies are performing there. 
the very fact that they will be hosting this World Cup in 2023, uh, it's the reason why we'll participate even in the Congress itself uh, before the, the actual uh, the opening match uh, of South Africa. Where the, the professionalizing uh, of this, uh, I will take the same uh, approach uh, I took uh, with Banyana Banyana. We, we need to um, put in place something which uh, is going to be sustainable. If we, if we have PSL, I don't see why we can't have a, a, a netball league, for instance, mm. uh, in South Africa. Women's uh, netball uh, league in South Africa. We can have a, a women's football league uh, through Banyana Banyana. So these um, uh, other projects and the, the, the women's uh, 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 sport generally is going to get uh, a lot of support uh, because we, 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 we see what is happening in the corporate world. There is a conservative way of looking at uh, women's sport. Maybe we are new uh, in South Africa. I'm not sure. But there is that uh, which uh, we need to be nudging and, and, and engaging uh, the corporate sector to ensure that uh, as we support the boys, we support the girls uh, at the same time so that we, we, we reach this very objective of us being a, a sport uh, powerhouse on the continent and global. And we can't do that if we don't have infrastructure uh, which is consistent together uh, and professionalized. And the last one, Minister, is the one about football not being taken seriously by these Model C schools. And even Six on Twitter says, I like that question. Something has to be done. Well, uh, you know, the the interesting thing about sport is that uh, it goes together with culture. Um, some of the schools which are private uh, and so on have a particular understanding about sport. They would want to promote certain sporting codes, um, not for the fun of it, but for building blocks for the future. If it's rugby, if it's cricket, it's not just for the game. Uh, sport is part of the broader culture and society. So for us, it would be important because we work with uh, Model C schools or former Model C schools, for instance, in the, the school sport, the one I was referring to, which happens uh, twice a year, yes. the, the winter and summer schools, uh, the tournaments as it were. So we, we do have former Model C schools, which are part of this program. And it would be important uh, to get closer to the broader sector uh, of the former Model C schools and see the kind of curriculum uh, which is there when it comes to sporting courts and ensure that uh, you can't in South Africa ignore football, for instance. Uh, you'll have others, uh, and they are important. But to say that uh, you, you compartmentalize uh, sporting codes, uh, these ones should not be played. 
I, I think that needs a lot of engagement. Mm, great stuff. And on that note, also look at those who play football, but they don't want to go play matches in the townships. They rather forfeit their away matches instead of going to uh, the townships. But Minister, thank you very much for finding time to speak to us. I know we kept you longer than you agreed and you are not feeling too well, but you've been kind enough to give us most of your time. And I hope you can hear the concerns raised by the sporting fraternity as you take upon this position. And I'm glad that the issues were varied and the various sporting codes are highlighted tonight, including boxing, tennis, netball, as well as the facilities and we hope to have more conversations with you sir thank you so much uh, Tabiso, and your listeners. thank you very much to the minister of sport arts and culture minister natim twitter at least we've given him a base to work with you know us we're gonna go back a couple of months and we're gonna follow up and find out uh, has there been any progress in with some of the pointers that have been raised tonight and some of them we're gonna take them upon ourselves especially that call that came about tennis i really want to follow follow that up because a lot of kids passionate about tennis especially now with tennis essay incorporating wheelchair uh, tennis also so um the future should be bright and we're going to make sure that we do assist her in that one up next we're going to get reaction from bafana 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 stunning win over egypt and also get a reaction from egypt because they fired their coach and the president was also sacked or he resigned we're going to hear all of that after the break at safm radio and at tabiso musia on twitter okay let's go live now to egypt that's where we find the uh, sabc sports reporter velile mnyand who's been at afcon uh, throughout the tournament and he's been doing some fantastic work on social media velile good evening again and thank you once again for agreeing to uh, speak to us uh, we've put the question out there what pleased you the most with bafana bafana's win on saturday night I was saying what satisfied you the most with Bafana's performance against Egypt on Saturday night? What was most impressive for you? I, th- I think it's the play uh, for me more than in, any other thing because it was not our first win. We won against uh, Namibia, but um, the play was just not there. And, you know, um, I've said this previously that at this level, it's about showcasing what your country can offer. Um because if we come here and uh, North Africans, they know about sundown, they know about Orlando Parades from the club interclub competitions, the expectation immediately becomes that when the national team comes here, they will also see that. And what satisfied me the most was to get the congratulatory messages, the compliments coming from the Egyptians, Tabiso, from the press box, from the general public who are sitting on the stands on the very same thing that very good very good football mm. good playing well deserved now and this one coming in fact at half time long before we even got the goal and also we won the game it's still coming at half time already you know there are, and and this is something that uh, people in previous matches uh, our first two games against Cote d'Ivoire and and also in the media, some of the guys in the media, um, <laughs> they rank them as <laughs> the worst games they've watched so far, mm. as, they have, as they have gone. But that changed on, on Saturday. So the play, and, and also I think the technical application by the boys um, on the day, um, it, it, it worked wonders. And I mean, today we were having an interview with Lebo Motiba, and he was also saying to the guys that, the support that he had, especially with Lodge and the pace, and also having uh, with this other t- this time, 
playing much closer to him compared to the previous time where he would even go as far as going back uh, to, to help in the left position. So there are just a lot of things that work into our favor this past weekend, but also having to admit that as much as they were winning, but Egypt, they were, uh, you know, I said this last week, that they are a pitiable team. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And you mentioned Temi Gosiloch, and we're going to get into that because it was the name on everybody's lips and it delivered. Uh, but I need to take one more break, Velile, and also bring in Dumisani if he's still there, uh, who wanted to comment on Bafana Bafana. Call Tabison now, 0891 Still talking Bafana Bafana with uh, Velile Mnyandu. Let's go to Dumisani, who's called us from Deben. Uh, good evening, Dumisani. Yes, a good, good evening. Yeah. Uh, I'm phoning just to go to commend Stuart Baxter for listening to the cries of the people of South Africa when they said, where is Tendon Coast Lodge? <laughs> and then he obliged. Uh, that's a good thing. Now, what Bafana Bafana has done, they have disarmed us as angry fans. Mm. Even if they don't beat Nigeria on Wednesday, we won't be as angry as, as we would have been had they come back empty-handed. Okay, I've yeah, got yeah. that to Misani in Deben. Lovely. I'm going to put it to Velile Mbule. You can listen on Velile Mnyandu. You can listen on the radio. Uh, Velile Tembinkosi Lodge, as I mentioned, was the name on everyone's lips. Did the coach bow down to pressure here, or was he always going to play him? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, he hadn't yeah, played for the first three games. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's, it's, it's interesting because the unavailability of um, Shushi, uh, Tembazwane, meant that the coach was left with Mabue, he was left with Villa, he was left with Serrero. Uh, I don't know which other attacker I, I, I could be uh, for, for, forgetting. But if you notice, out of all the attackers he's got, Shushi included, when you need pace um, to support the strikers up front, you have to go to Lodge. And it's always been my view that maybe the coach uh, was also partly to blame for delaying Lodge. Because it's, it's not about starting him, you know, uh, from the previous matches. But give him those 20 minutes, uh, those uh, 30 minutes, or even 15, you know, just to get into the groove of the tournament, especially like in the game against Namibia. Um, because here... He's also seeing that the majority of his players, they play in the TSL, I know them. Um, he can also get a goal to, to build his confidence. I'm from training now. I was seeing a different loss. Um, you know, you could see the confidence. Um, because even the training now, you, 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 you can see when a player is. So, but you, you know what? What is important now is that he's played. Um, he's got his first goal at this level. And this is not just any other level. This is the AFCON. You've got all the internationals are available. Very few players are not here who are supposed to be here. Yeah, whose teams have qualified. So you, you can imagine and look look at look at look at the run he made. Yeah. Look at the at the composure. Two defenders. One playing in the EPL hackers with this side. And El Shanawi had not been beaten. He had kept a three clean shoot before this game. And he tried to make himself big in, the, in that, but Lodge was composed uh, w- with that finish. But what is important now is that I think, let's forget that he has not been playing. He's had, he got the game time. 
he's got the confidence, and uh, I believe that uh, together with some of the guys that he's playing with, they are capable of leading us uh, to the semi-finals. Because this is the message that we're also getting from Motiva today. That, in fact, by the way, <laughs> I know on on record, but some other boys had told me off the record uh, that they need Lodge last mm. week. You know, yeah, they wow. they need Lodge. Yeah, so at least at least um, it was. A, let's say she should. Unavailability uh, was a blessing in disguise, um, but now I think let's just um, look forward to the game against the Super Eagles. They are also beatable. But you you did have an interview with Tembinkosi Lodge before this game against Egypt. How did he take his omission from the first three games, especially with the calls from here in South Africa? Well, look, uh, when you are in a team environment um, like. Um, Lodge is, and you, you know that uh, you have to respect the decision of the coach because, after all, um, he has the final uh, call in, in terms of who makes the starting lineup. Um, so, I think for me, uh, it was a good attitude um, that is, is adopted, and um, he did say that uh, I think. Coach looks like he kept on uh, telling him that he should be ready. His time is going to come. So that time when it comes, he must be ready. And today he also uh, did say to some of the guys that uh, uh, he was also worried that with the chances getting uh, and the pressure, um, where is this going to put him? You know, um, is, he go- is he going to be able to deliver? But I think for me, the fact that the coach started him he didn't even it was not even a matter of okay I'll bring him in the second half and kept him in the game and you could see that this is a player who last played an official match on the 12th of May and so in terms of match fitness levels also you, you can question that but you, you could see you was almost starting to, to, to cramp um, in, in this game uh, that he played this, this past weekend. Hence, I was also thinking that maybe the coach, he needs to have a way of using them. I was counting now. There are about four players who are yet to taste uh, game time um, in, in this tournament. And unfortunately, this is not the right time to experiment because mm. now we are in the local stages. Um, we need Amatota that are going to take us Kwafaro, you know? So... But I, I, I think I think with Lodge, uh, especially with the issue of game time, we have not been playing for a very long time. But he responded well, uh, and he's the kind of he's a different attacker to the attackers that the coach went with. Remember, he went with Mabue uh, in the opening game. It didn't prove to be a good uh, option um, at, at that time. But this one had to give because. Egypt will leave you with the spaces and you need to exploit those spaces. Which is exactly and we, we did just that. Thank you very much, Velile Mnyando. You did say Nigeria is beatable. We're going to build up closer to that time, but do follow him on social media at Velile underscore Mbuli. He's been doing some fantastic updates throughout the tournament there, Uvelile. And-
we do have a result coming through from the second last last 16 match that took place today it was the ivory coast and mali and it is 1-0 to the Ivory Coast. So they are through to the quarterfinals. Wilfred Zaha uh, with that goal there for the Ivory Coast who've beaten Mali. So now we await the last quarterfinal place to be decided between Ghana and Tunisia. And that match kicks off at 9pm. And I uh, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you to Zalman Katlech Mudiba at the back. Uh, my name is Tavis Musia, And the song is up next. But first, it is time for news.